I'm Julia Gerlach, Managing Editor of No-Till Farmer. Welcome to the latest episode of the 2019 No-Till Farmer podcast series. Today's program, Using a Foliar Fertilizer for Higher Yields, is brought to you by Midwest Biotech. I encourage you to subscribe to this series, which is available in iTunes, the Google Play Store, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and TuneIn Radio. Subscribing will allow you to receive an alert about new episodes when they're released. I'd like to take a moment to thank Midwest Biotech for sponsoring today's episode. Midwest Biotech markets the complete line of Chandler crop products that enhance plant growth and soil health. To improve soil health, farmers need reliable and easy to understand measurements of soil biology, chemistry, and structure. Midwest Biotech recently opened their new soil health lab to provide practical information based on quick and affordable methods, including the Solvita suite of soil health tests. Contact Midwest Biotech to learn how you can manage carbon, nitrogen, and other important resources that contribute to soil health and your bottom line. Visit them at MidwestBioMan.com. We frequently hear about yield contests and wonder, what did it take for the winners to achieve those massive yields? And can those high yields be reached without breaking the bank? Kip Cullors, who's been no-tilling in Southwest Missouri for more than 30 years, is a corn and soybean rock star, having won multiple yield contests over the years. In 2011, Time Magazine even called him the Soybean King, and it's said that he has unique insights into the precise chemistries needed to produce a stellar crop. To share his knowledge, Colors has partnered with Conklin, a manufacturer and distributor of fertilizers, seed treatments, and more, to develop a couple of products to help boost yields, namely Kip Colors Nutrient Compass Foliar Fertilizer and Intensify Plant Growth Regulator. In this episode of the No-Till Farmer podcast, we listen in on a Conklin conference call with host Dan Wilgos and special guest Kip Colors as they discuss Kip's tips for using these products, especially in the cool and incredibly wet conditions that were so widespread this spring and are still plaguing isolated areas across the country. Plus, stay tuned as listeners chime in with their questions for Kip. With the challenges faced by many growers with with wet weather, with delayed planting and such. I believe foliar feeding this year will help many growers that have the crops planted into cold, wet soils or have been delayed by planting into the wet weather and wet soils as well. I look forward to a great call today with our special guest, world record soybean producer, multinational corn yield contest champion and product developer, Kip Colors. Welcome, my friend, Kip. Thank you, Dan. It's good to be here tonight. Oh, the pleasure is mine to be on a call with you. Kip, would you please give us a little background on yourself and, and your farming operation? Well, of course, most people know we farm here in southwest Missouri, and, and uh, we raise cattle and corn and uh, soybeans and wheat, and we raise some specialty crops such as green beans. And uh, just run a farming operation farm my whole entire life, and I enjoy it, and, and I've wake up every morning, thank God I do what I love. Oh, that's so so important, isn't it, to do what you love? Oh, absolutely. I, I tell people all the time I'm retired because I get to do exactly what I want. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's tremendous. All right. In today's conference call, we wanted to focus on a couple products that you are extremely familiar with, as well as your foliar feeding program. To begin, let's talk about a couple of products that you were very instrumental in bringing to Conklin. And first, let's talk about the Kip Colors Nutrient Compass Foliar Fertilizer. And if you would please share a little bit about this product, Kip, and how and why it was developed and intended to be used. 
So I first developed this down in Brazil, and actually in Brazil, the nutrient encompass and, and the intensifies a combined product down there. But here in the U.S., there's some regulatory issues where you can't haul stuff down the highway that's below a 5.5 pH without being classified hazmat. So to get around that, we had to make two different products because if you put if you have your pH above 5.5 on the hormones, they become inactive really quick on a pH above 5.5. Uh, and what I mean by really quick, I'm talking 48 hours. So we had to develop two different products. And, you know, we've been doing this down there for 10 plus years. I mean, the results we see down there is just phenomenal. And it works on basically anything. And this year would be a prime time to use it. And I'm not just telling you this for a sales pitch. And this is when the conditions are perfect for this to, this to work at its best in cool, wet conditions. And, uh, you know, the old saying goes, rain makes rain. Well, too much rain will also hurt you, too. But what, what the nutrient compass intensify mixed together will do for you is it will stimulate that plant, and it, it increases your photosynthesis, and it encourages more root development, and it, it just can overcome this water issues that we're having. And with both of those products, these are not products that are going to replace the the fertility program that you need to use. These are going to really enhance what you're doing out there and help your plants utilize those nutrients that you've placed out there in your starter fertilizer and your other fertility program better, correct? Absolutely, yeah. It's down in Brazil, one of the big places I always get is they get to read and label and, uh, and it's like, you know, they're trying to figure out how this is going to work. And I, and I say, it's just a stimulant. You know, if you've got nothing in your soil, you know, granted this year being wet, you'd probably see some results. But if you've got nothing in your soil, if you depleted that out, you're probably not going to see a lot of benefit, nor do you see a lot of benefit in foliar feeding. You know, it's hard. You just can't put lipstick on a pig and make it look pretty. I mean, that's just plain and simple. You've got to have something in the soil to stimulate that plant. Or what we're trying to do is stimulate the plant. And it, I always give the example of it's like feeding a kid a Hershey's candy bar. There's 12 pieces there, and you feed them one piece, and that kid, or even myself, I think, dang, that's really good. And what do you do? You eat the other 11. Well, plants the same way. What it does is says, dang, that's pretty good, and it sends signals down to its roots to go find more of whatever that Hershey's candy bar is. Yep, exactly. And so with those applications, and what application time periods and options do we have for using the uh, nutrient compass foliar fertilizer you know i always tell guys i said i made this really simple because farmers if you know you make it really difficult they're not going to do it and you can do this anytime uh it was probably developed to run with the roundup program or or uh whatever your herbicide program is uh you don't really want to use it with the burners or anything but but uh any, you know, Roundup, Liberty, uh, any of that. Anytime you're out there spraying those weeds, you can throw it in. You're not having to make a special trip or anything. Yep, and that's one thing that's really special about the about these products. They're very easy to use. You can you can incorporate them into other other applications, so you don't have to make a separate pass. And what type of results are growers seeing with the use of the Nutrient Compass Foliar Fertilizer product? 
with the, with that and intensify. I mean, this year you could see some absolutely crazy, crazy yield results because uh, uh, the way the way this works, you know, being this wet. I mean, I don't even want to throw numbers out there how high it could be, but you know, safely saying you can see five six bushels. Okay, sure, yep. And I know over the the three year average that we've got posted and available on our website, we're showing the Kip Colors Nutrient Compass Foliar Fertilizer showing results of four bushels per acre on soybeans and seven bushels per acre on corn and and a nice increase on alfalfa, about six bushels on on wheat and a uh, couple hundred pounds on edible beans. And there's just a variety of crops that it can be used on too, correct? Yeah, you know, one of the big things I do down in Brazil is we use, we work with a lot of sugar cane down there. You know, it, it's unbelievable what it does to sugar cane. We, I think on a seven-year Seven years down there, we're averaging a 19 ton per hectare increase with a 2.5 points increase on sugar content, which is just absolutely phenomenal, especially with sugar cane products as they are. And to me, one of the key features in regard to the Nutrient Compass Foliar Fertilizer is we've got a variety of nutrients in there, um, some nitrogen, phosphorus, and, and potassium, along with the uh, uh, a number of different micronutrients, but then we've also got some sugar in there as well. So it's not just one particular thing that's helping out and to stimulate the plants. It's the whole package working together to stimulate the plants. Correct. So that's that's the, the big key right there because we we took all these years of research I've done on my own farm and you know figured out how to get it all combined together to where we could keep it in. Uh, liquid form and easy to use and you know because I got all kinds of tricks up my sleeves that we we do uh, the problem is to be honest with you some of them it's a real big pain and you know I mean farmers just don't want to go through a lot of trouble you know uh, they, they like that one jug mix yep and the easier and the simpler we can keep it and, and the easier it can be on the application uh, just goes so well together and it mixes so well with such a variety of other products as well that it really does make that application easy for anyone to be able to incorporate into their system. And I know that we've had people using the uh, Nutrient Compass Foliar Fertilizer at a variety of growth stage, stages such as V3 to V5, V8 to V12 on corn and then uh, the early R stages and, and V3 to V5 on beans and, and pre-bloom. Is there any certain time period that you like to see the products better or, or is it just that they need to use it in the application that best meets their application needs and timings? Yeah, it's, it's just best whatever they can make work. I prefer to run it in that V3 to V5 range. You don't have to then, but that's typically more out there trying to control our weeds and stuff. All right. Let's talk a little bit more about the newest AgriVantage System product, the Intensify Plant Growth Regulator. And that, like you had mentioned, is, is another product that you had worked with in Brazil. And 
Tell us a little bit about that regarding the active ingredients and what they're going to do when used both in a in-row application with fertilizer or in a foliar application. So what it does, it's got gibberic acid in it, which opens up the pores. It causes plants to elongate out. It increases your photosynthesis. And it just basically, like in a human, it makes your blood vessels bigger, I guess you could say. And it just, it's able to transfer nutrients up and down the plant more readily. The second part in there is IBA, which is a root stimulant, which is, helps increase root mass uh, pretty dramatically. Uh, so it's just two hormones. It's very safe. You know, they're, I can tell you this much. Our active ingredient is twice as strong as anything on the market today. Yep. That combination with the strength of the active ingredient and the pricing of this product, I don't think there's a better product available for growers to be using. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, it's just crazy how cheap the soap. I got a really good example. Our green beans this year, we ran intense by Inferno, and I mean, we were wet. Last year, we were 18 days coming up getting our green beans out of the ground. And this year, every bean we had, it didn't matter what day we planted, they was up in eight days. And we planted 800 acres. We planted 80 acres a day for 10 days. And you just set your watch by it every eight days with the green beans coming out of the ground. And in Little Rock, Arkansas, they didn't run any down there, nor did they in the Wabash, which would be the Illinois-Indiana line. And we all three had similar weather. I might have been, I know I was wetter than the Wabash, and... I'm not 100% sure it wasn't wetter than they were in Little Rock. And the only thing I get is on the green bean guys kind of looks like, what in the crap did you do? Because they just can't believe how good the green beans look compared to what they do everywhere else. I mean, it's pretty well nuts. Now, the one thing I got to say I did different this year is we didn't run any fertilizer on the lagoon crop in Pearl. Jerry Cox and I, we've been doing some research on this now for about three years. And we've been holding our fertilizer out of the row, just running straight intensify. And then we come back and we fully repeat our fertilizer. And we're increasing our stands and our vigor, and we're able to get the plants out of the ground quicker by doing that. Okay. Ah, excellent. And along with that earlier and faster emergence, are you seeing uh, more uniform emergence as well? Yes. And I think that the problem is that when we get into this, rainy weather, what we're seeing with that fertilizer is it's coming around there and it's encapsulating that seed a little bit, and it's killing part of our germ and it's causing some problems. And even at a one to two gallon rates, we're, we're seeing that in this real heavy water situations. And I mean, it's just phenomenal what we're getting by with on this intensifying. And then, and then we're coming back and we're putting our say a 318 18 or a 215 19 3 over the top whenever we're coming in or spraying you know our herbicide program all right yep excellent and what growth stage are you coming in and doing that foliar uh fertilizer application well on green beans you're probably going to do it about v2 maybe v2 and a half on soybeans we're probably going to be in that v3 to v5 range okay and this is realistically our second year, our second growing season with the Intensify product and Intensify plant growth regulator being available. What comments have you heard from other growers in regard to the Intensify for what it's doing for them? 
Well, I, I'm hearing the same thing across the board on the corn and stuff uh, and the soybeans, which I caution guys in the south on using intensify on soybeans. Dennis Dunn sent me a picture today, a text of some asparagus. It was actually Nutrient Compass, and it, it was one year after they used it, and they're still seeing results. So, you know, it's 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 kind of the same deal. You know, uh, you're just trying to build more roots. I mean, that's what you're trying to do. And, you know, like asparagus last, you know, maybe 10 years or whatever. And, uh, you know, anytime you can build roots, I mean, it's just fantastic. Yep, yep, exactly. And I know last year with the Intensify product at a couple of field days that I was able to attend, there was one uh, in north central, northeast Nebraska, where they had a picture of a corn plant with a conventional program on one side, picture of a corn plant with the AgriVantage system in the middle, and then a picture on the right-hand side of a, of a third corn stock of the AgriVantage system with the Intensify product. And it was just tremendous. You could see bigger roots as you went from left to right with the more AgriVantage system products they added, and with the Intensify, you could see the physically longer ear, bigger ear, and the physically taller plants being able to utilize those nutrients better. Is that something that people typically see? Yeah, absolutely. That's why that'd be a, a pretty typical scenario that you'd see. Uh, that's what raptor roots. I mean, that's what makes the world go around. And uh, anytime you can build more roots, that just translates into dollars. You know, there's more biomass below ground than there is above ground. So just always kind of keep that in the back of your mind. Oh, sure, yeah. And last year, kind of some national averages that we saw with the intensified plant growth regulator on corn, a uh, combination of both in-row and foliar applications, we saw a little over a six-bushel increase. And on soybeans, we saw nearly a four-bushel increase. And I look forward to see what the, what the results are going to be obtained by growers utilizing the products this year. I know you shared some information on the corn that you used the Intensify on last year, Kip. What specific results did you see? Oh, you know, we've seen anywhere from 10 to 25 bushel increase, but, you know, we, we use a lot of poultry manure and stuff, and our ground's building up pretty good. And anytime you can, you know, it just goes back to this, anytime you can stimulate that plant, you know, that's going to translate into yield. And, I mean, this stuff costs four bucks an acre. I mean, which is just absolutely crazy for, you know, even if you're only getting six bushel increase on corn, I mean, with today's corn prices where I'm at, I mean, we can get $5 for corn, so that's, what, 30 bucks an acre and it costs four? That's, what, an eight to one return? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty darn impressive. Yeah, that's kind of one of those yep. no-brainers. That, that it is, yes. Yep, and... I think this year with cold, wet weather we've been having, not only a planting, but that's been continuing so far, I think the opportunity, as you shared earlier, is just going to be tremendous for what's going to be seen with results on these products this year. I would encourage everybody out there that if they got a neighbor or whatever and they want to get their foot in the door, go get their foot in the door with, with this Intensify because I'm telling you, when it's wet like this and cool, they won't believe what it does. Yep, that is true. I know we heard a lot of comments like that 
especially last year from folks in, in the northern United States and heard a lot of great comments from growers all over the country. Um, if we could shift gears a little bit here and just kind of talk a little bit about some general foliar feeding and when did you and when did you first first start foliar feeding on your farm and what were the reasons and goals and objectives that you had for foliar feeding when you first started? Well, I mean, you know, you, you've got net micronutrients in there that you're probably imbalanced or whatever, and and uh, we just try to correct it the best we can. Uh, you know, anytime you're running Roundup, you need to be running the pine and magnes, EDTA chelated, the soften that blow the Roundup does to the plant. Uh, that's just one example. Uh, I don't know. We started foliar feeding 25, 30 years ago. Uh, you know, a lot of 318, 18. You know, you can't replace all your nutrients foliar feeding. That's a myth that just don't work. But, you know, it, it's just it's just a stimulant, you know. And, and foliar feeding should be the last tool in your toolbox. Uh, you need to have everything else right because, you know, as Kurt says all the time, people say they tried foliar feeding and it didn't work. Well, if you got a, a five on a, on a P and a 23 on a K, foliar feeding is probably not the first thing you need to be reaching your toolbox to do. You need to be correcting some stuff in your soil. So I would recommend anybody that's already got their soil up in condition to go out there and try it and see if, see how see what kind of results you get from it. Right, and then to go along with that, I know we talked with Dennis Damon about this last week. When you're going out to try it, try it on your best fields and your best stands because Correct. just for that reason that you shared, you know, that's where you've got the best fertility and the best soil. That's where you've got the best opportunity to see those results from foliar feeding. Absolutely. That's what makes me probably the maddest down in Brazil we get a farmer to try something down there and they go put it on their worst ground and then my guys down there I beat on them beat on them beat on them it's like guys you don't want to do that there because you're going to get your teeth kicked in they're going to say it don't work and, and they got a lot bigger issues than, than that they need to address go put it on their best ground and see what you get We'll come back to the conference call in a moment, but I want to take time once again to thank our sponsor, Midwest Biotech, for supporting today's episode. Midwest Biotech markets the complete line of Chandler crop products that enhance plant growth and soil health. To improve soil health, farmers need reliable and easy to understand measurements of soil biology, chemistry, and structure. Midwest Biotech recently opened their new soil health lab to provide practical information based on quick and affordable methods, including the Solvita suite of soil health tests. Contact Midwest Biotech to learn how you can manage carbon, nitrogen, and other important resources that contribute to soil health and your bottom line. Visit them at MidwestBioMan.com. Now let's get back to Dan Wilgos and Kip Collars. I know you do a lot of foliar feeding uh, with your crops, especially with your contest fields and such as well. Uh, what results are you seeing with foliar feeding with the Feast 318, 18, 215, 19 products? Yeah, it just depends. It's kind of a total package deal. You know, we're trying to, you know, we foliar fed green beans a day with an airplane, and we just run them one gallon of 318, 18, and we're, we've got uh, pen beans on them. 
so you know we've been wet typically i probably wouldn't do that but i was just trying to stimulate the plant keep them going uh you know we're adding sugar in there i mean we're doing everything we know to do to try to keep that soil alive and active so i don't know what we'll see on what we did today but you know you got to try something when this weather's like this sure sure yeah and when you're talking sugar there you're referring to the Cintos FA product, correct? Correct, yep. So we was, we ran a pint of that also. Um, and what we're trying to do is just get those micros back in the soil, back active, because, you know, we're anaerobic right now. I mean, we're just saturated. We had, And we were fortunate, you know, we're not up by the rivers and stuff, but the month of May we had 13 and a half inches, which we didn't have any big rains. We just got an inch like every other day. It just kept us wet and uh water standing and and uh you know we tried a little bit of everything and then uh just i think i know is i got the the biggest plants in the u.s on green beans today oh excellent nice i look forward to seeing some pictures on those yeah they're not going to be quite as big as normal but like i said my green bean guys like these want to know what in the heck we're, we're doing because they say there's nobody got beans looks like this well we're not breaking the bank doing it either yep yeah, and that's one thing that's really nice about, that I really like about the AgriVantage system. You're able to pick and choose the products, the components, uh, whether it's the feed chelated manganese that you talked about with the glyphosate, whether it's, uh, you know, if you need the feast complex boron, if you need any other micronutrients in there, and depending upon what your fertility is, you can utilize the same feed starter fertilizer in a foliar application that you used in your starter application as well. So there's a lot of, to me, flexibility and opportunity to utilize these high-quality AgriVantage system products in a lot of different ways to get the best possible results. Yes. So why should growers consider, I know you touched on this a little bit earlier with the intensified by saying that everybody should be going out and talking to their neighbor First, utilizing the intensified plant growth regulator and the KIPP Colors Nutrient Compass Foliar Fertilizer products, and then go out, going out and talking to their neighbors about using those products as well because of the wet weather. Why should growers consider using the foliar feeding with the Conklin Agri-Vantage system this year? Well, I mean, there's just a golden opportunity out there in these soil conditions we got to really really make this shine i mean this would be the year that you can get a lot of guys convinced to try stuff or you know if they try it they get really really good results i mean this would be the year to go do it whenever you're this wet and this saturated you know anything that helps stimulate that soil to get it back to life i mean that's just going to be a big benefit right yep well i certainly appreciate your time this today, Kip, and, and sharing your thoughts and input and experiences, and let me open up the lines and we can take some questions from our listeners. There was something said about in-furrow using the intensified. Do you mix that with water? If you do, how much? Yeah, so we ran water, and we was running like three to five gallons an acre, depending on how many acres we was planting that day, and because uh, we can dial it up or dial it back. So we was running Did three to five gallons of just straight water. We had Did sugar you, in there also. Okay. I was wondering about that. How much sugar? Pint to the acre? Yes. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. 
Is there another question? I've got a question on the foliar. If uh, you were going to have oh. a gentleman or uh, a farmer use it, the foliar, which one would you recommend? Uh, uh, Nutrient Compass or the Intensify? You know, I've actually developed those two to run together. And Intensify by itself, with no fertilizer or no Nutrient Compass, you'll see a lot better results if you put some fertilizer or Nutrient Compass with it. Intensify by itself, it'll work, but it'll work so much better if you've got some nutrients with it to go along with it. Okay. And and so that the purpose of that kip is to provide some extra stimulation for the plant. Yeah. Yeah. And Denny, Denny had talked about that. At, Denny and I talked about that at Pro Eggs that we both had seen a lot better results if you use some sort of nutrients with it. All right. Thank you for that question. When would when would foliar excito be indicated, or is that in the compass? No, excito is not an intensify. That's a different hormone. Uh, so, are you using a lot of excito? We've used excito in the past, and so uh, yeah, I just didn't know if that was compass fertilizer or not. Is that okay? And I guess um, see, I knew that no. product that intensify. Right. The problem. The problem with Excito, it's also like Intensify is federal regulated, and we just throw that in Intensify or Nutrient Compass. Uh, so that's the reason it's not in there. But and Kip, correct me if I'm wrong, but part of the way I explain the difference between the Foliar Excito and the Intensify is both plant hormone products. They're both trying to achieve a similar type goal, but they're going about it a little bit differently. The excito, the foliar excito, has got cytokinin as the active ingredient in it, whereas the intensify you're looking at, it has two different modes of action in it. It's got the gibberellic acid and the IBA that Kip had talked about. And so uh, there's advantages and, and, and such to each product. And I encourage growers to try each product individually and then try them together because I think using them together may, depending upon the circumstance, may provide an excellent response and a better response than the two products individually. Your thoughts on that, Kip? No, I think that's well said. Probably today, you know, intensify be about the third the cost of, of soil excitos. If you got a new guy, you're trying to get him to try something new. It's going to be a little easier to sell them intensify than it is Excito. But, it, but Dan's exactly right. you got different, totally different hormones that work totally different within the plant. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Yep. You know, the other, All right. The question I have is just, you know, at B3, B5, where you just have so little leaf tissue, you know, when you're out there broadcasting herbicides, you know, do you need to do anything different for rates just because you're, you're spraying so much uh, bare ground for leaf tissue in those situations? Yeah, but the reason you want to do this at V3, V5 on corn, that's when you're determining ear guard there pretty quick. And most foliar hormones are all going to tell you in that time frame, and that's for that reason. So there's enough active ingredient in there to overcome this bare dirt scenario that everybody always worries about. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Is there another question? I've got one. It's, what is the shelf life like if you mix this intensify in water? How long have you got to use it? In water, depends on how much your pH is. Let's say it's 6.5 or less. You know, I mean, I'd want to use it up in three or four days. What if it's over 6.5? 
Oh, you know, I'd probably want to use it up within two days. Okay. And then you may want to, I know Dennis Damon talks about this in the pro-ag training, and Kip, I believe you'd agree with this, that I think any time you're doing a, any type of spray, whether it's foliar feeding, whether it's, whether it's any herbicides or anything like that, I think you should get that pH adjusted of that water down to that 665 range before you do any of those applications because you know these are acid-based products and a lot of the other components just work better when they are applied at a at a slightly acidic water pH, correct? Correct. You know, what I what we try to do is we try to mix up what we're gonna try to use that day. We don't always get that accomplished, but that's our goal. All right, does that answer your question? Yes, sir, thank you. You're welcome, thank you for the question. Is there another question? I got one more question. Okay. Using Intensify in the garden at planting time, say you plant plugs, does it hurt to use that, just sprinkle a few of those granules in the water? And then you're gonna spray this water around the plant that you're planting? Just pour it around. Say, say you're planting plugs, you know. Yeah, it's not going to hurt anything. How do you determine yeah, how much to use? Well, I mean, the problem is the garden, you got such a small, I mean, one of them containers is for 50 acres. So, I mean, you know, if you put three of those little droplets in there, you know, that's going to cover a pretty good size area. Sure, okay. You know, most, most gardens might, you know, you know, a large garden might be 3,000 square feet. And, uh, you know, an acre's, you know, basically... 15 times that big, not quite. Sure. So, sure. you know, I mean, it's just going to take such a minute amount that uh, it's you just have to figure it out in math. Sure. Right. And and to help with that, we have posted a measurement guide for the Kip Colors Intensify Plant Growth Regulator on the Conklin website. And so the farthest we broke it down was to uh, one level teaspoon is going to be approximately 0 0.1 ounces which is enough for half an acre so okay. if you you know if you want to divide that down a little bit more you could get it down to a quarter of a teaspoon is going to be enough for about point zero point one two five acres okay said an eighth of an acre okay yeah thank you <laughs> As long as you don't go put the whole container on your garden, I don't think you can get too much out there. <laughs> now, I did an interesting little trial here. We planted some strawberry plants, and I, I, I treated it about like a salt shaker. I just held it over the bucket, and I, I, I dribbled some in. And we mixed it up. We put it on the roots when we planted them, and we've got some awful nice strawberry plants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, the plant's only going to utilize so much. I mean, it's it's going to just, you know, it's like when you have too much vitamin C, you just discharge your yellow out of, out of, out of you know, when you're going to the bathroom. So sure. basically the same thing there. You're just, you're going to, it's not going to utilize it, but it's it's not going to kill it. How long does this stimulant last on the plant, in the say, in the field? In, say, you, you foliar feed your crop. How long does that stimulant last? Is it just like a... Uh, one shot deal, or does it feed the plant for say a couple weeks? It's gonna, it's gonna. You'd probably be able to see a difference for you know two, three weeks. Okay. 
it's not just going to snap your fingers and it's gone. It's not like trying to raise the bricks level. It's not a, a spike up, spike down. It's it's going to stay in there. Okay. Because first off, you got to realize, but a plant has all these hormones already naturally in it. We're just trying to increase them. Okay. I think that answers my question. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. I've got one more question. If you're going to go out and see all your growers that you start full of or two and you're going to get them on the foliar end, what would you concentrate on? Would you go out concentrate on the the nutrient compass or the intensify with uh, sugar and a gallon of fertilizer? Which which would you promote on corn? Ideally, today, I mean, if you don't want to spend much money, you know, I'd probably hit him with, with intensify and a pint of sugar and see what kind of results he gets. And then kind of build off of that. And uh, the guy that wants to do more, you could put those two together. I am the nutrient company. Yes. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for being on our call. And, and thank you again, Kip, for being on our call today and taking time out of your schedule. I know you've got a lot of different things that you can be doing. And I know our listeners have a lot of different things that they would and could be doing as well. And so... I uh, just want to, again, say thank you for taking your time to be on our conference calls. Again, thank you, Kip. Thank you, everyone, for listening in on our call, and let's continue to make this a great growing season and the best possible growing season that we can have utilizing the AgriVantage system. Thank you, Kip. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, everyone. Have a great day. Thanks to Dan Wilgos of Conklin and Kip Cullors for today's discussion. To listen to more podcasts about no-till topics and strategies, please visit notillfarmer.com forward slash podcasts. Once again, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Midwest Biotech, for helping to make this no-till podcast series possible. If you have any feedback on today's episode, please feel free to email me at jgerlock at lessetermedia.com or call me at 262-777-2404. If you haven't done so already, you can subscribe to this podcast in iTunes, Spotify, or the Google Play Store to get an alert as soon as future episodes are released. You can also keep up on the latest no-till farming news by registering online for our No-Till Insider daily and weekly email updates and Dryland No-Tiller e-newsletter. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at No-Till Farmer with Farmer spelled F-A-R-M-R and our No-Till Farmer Facebook page. For our entire staff here at No-Till Farmer, I'm Managing Editor Julia Gerlach. Thank you for listening.